Letter Eight of A Lady's Life on a Farm in Manitoba by Mrs. Cecil B. Hall. Read for LibriVox.org into the public domain. Sea Farm, May twenty-first. Our last letter to you was written with the first impression of our colonist life whilst in Winnipeg, where we had a very good insight of the way English people will rough it when they come out. It would horrify our farmers to have to do what gentlemen do out here. They are all their own servants. That lazy servant in Winnipeg, we were told, gave notice to leave, because one night he was requested to keep the kitchen fire in, so that we might have a kettle of hot water when we went to bed. We spent as little time as we could at our suburban residence, so as to save him any extra trouble, always lunching and sometimes dining in Winnipeg, and though all the restaurants are bad, still the food was almost as good as what we cooked ourselves. Our chief mistake for our first meals was that we put everything on the fire at the same time, and funnily enough, our fish boiled quicker than the sausages, and they again much quicker than the pudding. Once there was a bread and butter one, about which there has been a good deal of chaff, as it was supposed to be first cousin to bread and milk. The weather was very bad, constant rain, and we had a fair specimen of Winnipeg mud. To these buckboards, which is a buggy with a board behind for luggage, or to any of the carriages, there are no wings to protect one from the mud, so that we always came in bespattered all over, a great trial to our clothes. But in spite of the rain and bad weather, we were all determined to come out here on Friday. We hired a Democrat, a light wagon with two seats, and started during the afternoon in the rain, hoping it might clear, which it eventually did, when we were about a third of our way. It was awfully cold, and the jolting of the carriage over the prairie so fearful that our wraps were always falling off. I had always understood the prairie was so beautifully smooth to drive over, but found it much resembling an English arable field thrown out of cultivation, with innumerable mole-hills and badger-holes, and natural cracks about an inch wide, which drain the water off into the marshes. If your carriage is heavily weighted it runs pretty easy, but woe betide you if driving by yourself you bump up and down like a pea on a shovel. We nearly upset, shortly after leaving Winnipeg, as a house was on the move, or, more properly speaking, had been, as it was stuck in a mud-hole. A load of hay, trying to get around it, had stuck as well, and the only place given us to pass was fearfully on the slant down to a deepish dyke, into which a buggy had already capsized. We caught the first glimpse of our future home eight miles off, the house and stables looking like three small specks on the horizon. It is very difficult to judge distances on the prairie, and the nearer we seemed to get to our destination, the further the houses were removed. The farm had an imposing appearance as we drove up to it. Mr. B., who met us at the gate, was most anxious that on arrival we should be driven to the front door, and not to the kitchen one, which, being the nearest, is the handiest. He, poor man, has given up his bed and dressing-room to us, and we find ourselves very comfortable. End of letter 8 Read by Sibella Denton All LibriVox files are in the public domain. For more information, please visit LibriVox.org.